This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg Podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Winchester ready to snap it. Butker is ready. The hold by Townsend. The kick is away and good. Butker up. Patrick Mahomes has put himself in the conversation for best of all time or best we've seen. Five years as a starter, he's got two Super Bowl wins, two Super Bowl MVPs, three Super Bowl appearances, five AFC Championship appearances, five Pro Bowls, two MVPs. Five years of an NFL career. What more is there to say about this guy? This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Luckily, I'm going to Disneyland now, so I have Disney World and Disneyland crossed off. And they'll have to make some more parks so I can go around everywhere and do a world tour. On 98.7 ESPN. Oh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are winners. This portion of the show, driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. We are, you know, it's funny, we're so reactionary. Guy loses a Super Bowl. Oh, he's just, he's not what we thought he was. They win a Super Bowl. Oh, is he the greatest we've ever seen? I mean, that, that's how fickle this is, right? I mean, if if that's not a holding and they kick a field goal and Hurts goes down and, and they score a game-winning touchdown, now Mahomes is one and two in Super Bowls and everyone is all upset about what, what happened there. But the fact that he goes out there and he wins it, it's it's that, it's so fine. The, it's down to like a fine powder of how close this is between winning and losing right but i mean that's what happens when you put yourself in those kind of conversations is that you're i mean you're parsing through these amazing achievements and you know who's got what who doesn't like aaron Rodgers is one of the most gifted quarterbacks we've ever seen in the history of the sport no doubt but when you start talking about you know greatest to play the fact that he's only won one super bowl will be held against him maybe he'll win another one for you that would be great but I, can we stop to – I don't want to turn on the radio ever again and listen to people on Sports Talk Radio talk about, you know, bulletin board material doesn't matter, players don't care. Can we stop that? It's obvious that Kansas City was was listening to everything and using it all season long as motivation. But you're right. But what what are they so upset about? Who Was was there like a grand faction of NFL people who said Kansas City was was done or wasn't a very good football team? I didn't I didn't hear that. I think there was a lot of question early on in the season what this team would look like without Tyreek Hill. Yeah, but they Travis make it work. Kelsey made it sound like this was the, the 80 U.S. Olympic men's hockey team. Right. But this is after every game. OK, but this is what great players do. Like you said in that open uh, to the seven o'clock hour. What else do they? What else could you accomplish in the first five seasons as a starting quarterback? Nothing. Nothing. Right. So how do you stay hungry? How do you stay motivated to put in all the work it takes to get you to this level? Is find find things, and probably I mean exaggerate them and you, to, exaggerate them to yourself so it it forces you to work harder. Whatever but, it takes, right? Yeah, but it's it's not arrowhead. It's burrowhead. It's all these little slights that you perceive and you blow them up in your mind and you want to prove everyone wrong. And they used it, man. Good for them. That's great for them. That's what, that's what great teams do, is they, they figure out the psyche of the game and, and motivate themselves however they deem necessary, and they find ways to win, and that's what this team did. Again, you know what to me is more impressive even than 
than the two Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs, the five AFC championship games. Right. Every every year the guy's been a starter, it at at a minimum, it has been an AFC championship game appearance. Right. I mean, you could pretty much book it. Well, no, not pretty much. You can book it. The Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes will be in the AFC championship game. That doesn't happen, though. Uh, it's not supposed to. Five consecutive championship game appearances? It's not supposed to happen that way, no. But, I mean, again, when you have a, a really good GM and you have a all-time great coach and an all-time great quarterback, I mean, this is what happens. Uh this is interesting from Travis Kelsey. I, I don't know it's because his brother was in the game or not, but he said he wanted this Super Bowl even more than that first one. It's a whole other feeling to get to. I wanted this one more than I than I ever wanted a game ever in my life. The guys in this in this locker room, the, the teammates that I have, uh, they felt the same way. That, that's got to be because his brother, no? No, 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 no. He actually, if you continue to listen to it, it was validation for him. He's like, winning one, yeah, that's great. But it could be, you know, rookie dumb luck or whatever it is. It's just it's one Super Bowl that's awesome. But to validate it with the second and to put yourself, you know, as a as a multi time multi time Super Bowl winner is different. Well good for them. And and he's a huge part of it. This is a great soundbite. Travis Kelsey, this has been the best year of my life. This was the happiest year of my life, man. And uh both off the field, on the field, to see my family be in its, all its glories, get all the flowers, my mom be uh, the center of attention on the Jumbotron before the game on the biggest stage, being able to get closer with my brother throughout the season. Um, and then meet him at the mountaintop. It's the best feeling in the world, man. I'll tell you what, I don't know how many I got left, but uh, I'm sure going to cherish this one forever. It was a great game. And, and can you imagine... Your your mom is like the first lady of football now. Your brother is an elite player on the other team. Like he's that, a Hall of Famer. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's amazing. And it's for her. It's I mean, as tough as that is, and Cass and I were talking about it. They've both won Super Bowls. So it's not like you know what I mean. It's not like Travis already had one right. and Jason hasn't had one yet. Like but so it, must, wins, it must be kind of terrible though, don't you think? Yeah, of course it is. I mean, you saw the disappointment and how it. Like I mean, I'm sure Jason wanted to be happy in that moment, but he's still so. I mean, he's so so pissed that they lost. Did you see what he said enjoy. to his brother? I didn't see what he said. He, no. he, he walked in. He goes, "Bleep you! Congratulations." <laughs> uh, two, here, I'm telling you, they do a great podcast. Those two men, they're well, hilarious. They're, they're very entertaining. Here, here is uh, Jason Kelsey, the Eagles' offensive lineman, on his brother winning the whole thing. Yeah, I'm just happy for him. You know, congratulations. It's hard to get here. I hadn't quite let the emotion get to me yet. I'm sure we'll have a more emotional interaction. Still frustrated at that point, but, you know, really, really happy for Trav. You know, played his ass off. That team deserves everything they had coming to them. They've earned it. Got a lot of respect for everybody in that organization. There's a lot of people in that organization that gave me my start in this league, including the head coach, Andy Reid. So, obviously, would have liked to win, but, you know, happy for Trav, for sure. Going to be an awkward podcast, but... <laughs> it's gonna be a very awkward <laughs> podcast. He he's an easy guy to root for, though. Yeah, he's a great guy. He's hilarious too. Yeah, man. I mean, you got the two best teams, and you got a great Super Bowl. You know, fortunately for us that that don't like Philadelphia, we got Kansas City. But like going back to what we were talking about with Patrick Mahomes. So this season, you had regular season MVP, Super Bowl MVP, led the NFL in passing touchdowns, and led the NFL in passing yards. First player in NFL history to do all those in one season. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, he really is. I mean, the, the accolades, all the conversation, he is absolutely amazing. You say for us we're happy. I I would guess 
that most people outside of Philadelphia were rooting for Kansas City in this game. Philadelphia. Well, I think depends they're, they're on very I mean, unlikable. Uh, they, yeah, it's the worst. But I, I mean, I don't know. Potentially AFC West teams not rooting for yeah, Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. If you're a Raiders fan, maybe Broncos fan. Maybe. But but I would think if you if you just but but there's something in it for them, right? I would think most people that are like kind of divided down the middle of ah, uh, you know, who do I pick to root for? You would go Kansas City. I would think. Yeah. Well, I think you would have to have some kind of if you're not a if you're not a Philadelphia Eagles fan. And it would have to be that you love Jalen Hurts. Like, there had to be some reason why. And, and I'll tell you this, though. They, they do have some likable guys. Like, Hurts is an r- easy guy to root for. Hurts is an easy guy to root for. Kelsey's uh, an easy guy to root for. Right. A.J. Brown is, uh, is a great wide receiver. Smith is a terrific wide I mean, an elite, elite wide receiver. You see why the Giants wanted him so badly. Yeah, they got, listen, they got great players. They got a great team. I just think, I mean, that second half between the coaching adjustments and then the players going out and executing, and their offensive line standing up the way that they did. Right? I mean, that's you going. I think we actually talked about this that going into that game, that the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line had the best, uh, the best pass block win rate, and then the Eagles. I mean, we know what they were doing. They had the seventy sacks during the regular season had the best pass rush, and they win got rate. to them no times. That that no, they did that awesome to job. me, and to have a ten point lead. And to not get to Mahomes one time the entire game? Are you talking about credit being due? How about the offensive line for the Chiefs in that game last night? It has to. All the credit in the world. All the credit in the world. Um, I think we all, as, as a nation, as a city, as sports fans, we all agree that we find Nick Sirianni to be dreadfully annoying. Here is Nick Sirianni on the loss in the game last night. It always hurts, right? Anytime you don't come out on top, um, regardless of what you're competing at, it, it, it burns you and it, and it gets a, a lot of credit to them. All the credit to them. They played a great game. Uh, it's a really good football, really good football team, well-coached football team. It hurts. Uh, and like, like I said, we'll use this pain, we'll use this failure for motivation for us uh, moving forward. But you never know. You never know when and if you're going to get back. And here he is on the holding call of uh, Bradbury in the secondary. You'll see me on the sideline. I'm going to argue with different things of calls here and there, but it's not my job to make the call. You know, those guys got to do that in, in split second, you know, scenarios. You know, that's what he saw and he, and he called it. And so I know it always appears to be that it's one call that makes it. It's not, it's not what it is, right? It's not what it is. There's, there's, there's so many plays that contribute to the, the end result of the game. And, and, and today they were better than we were. Well, you know what? He doesn't sound like a jerk in those sound bites. How about the Eagles fans booing Dak Prescott too for winning the Walter Payton? They'll award? boo anybody. That's amazing. The Wal- he was a They're Walter Payton man of the year. Trash. The worst. Oh, Cynthia, that got your ire, didn't it? Yesterday. Oh, it totally did. At that point, I wanted the Chiefs to win by thirty. <laughs> would would it, you have enjoyed it more if the Chiefs won by thirty or the way they won? I, you know what, I kind of went back and forth on it, and I, and I do feel like this is kind of better. They just it just get they were in control for most of the game and just got snatched from them and there's nothing they can do about it. No, I I I thoroughly enjoy it. I I enjoy it too. And you're right, they they controlled that game. Like, could you imagine if you're an Eagles fan this morning? You're led by ten. You got thoroughly dominated in that second half. You find a way to come back and get the touchdown and the two point conversion, and then I mean it's like a slow death. You know, the Patrick Mahomes methodically down the field. You know, game winning field goal, and there's nothing you can do about it. No, and on the other side of the ball, I mean, your offense was great. It was 35 points. 35 points. 
could not stop the Chiefs in the second half. No, not not even not even close to stopping the Chiefs in the second half. Uh no, no. I mean the fact that uh, the, the idea that Patrick Mahomes, like Cass, was like, is he going to play in this? I'm like, Cass, listen, he's got plenty of time. They'll shoot it up. Whatever they have to do, he's playing in the second half. And then he comes out first possession. They go right down the field and score a touchdown. I was like, okay, yeah, he's back. How, We're how, all right. If I would have said to you, you can you can bet a large sum of money at halftime. 10-point lead for the Eagles. Mahomes, you know, hobbles off the field. Just on who's going to win, large sum of money, would you have done that on the Eagles in that moment? Yes. Yeah. Yep. See, I agree. Like, it, it, to me, it, it felt like good. That it looked all, like, like odds-wise, what would you think? It was like 5% they were going to come back and win that game? Oh, I, I don't know just because it's Mahomes. I don't know if that's just, it's better because it's Mahomes. But, I mean, the reality of that first half was, was that, the Eagles had they did, did exactly outside of outside of getting to Patrick Mahomes. They did it exactly what if you were an Eagles fan, you were hoping they could do: possess the ball, keep him off the field. Like at one point, they showed a graphic where the Chiefs ran nine plays in an hour and thirty-five minutes. I know it's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> well, because the, the the Eagles had the ball the entire final, God knows how many minutes of the first half, and then you have this long halftime. Yeah, they had the ball for 20, almost 22 minutes in the first half. Yeah. And then he had the long halftime. I mean, they ended up kicking that field goal at the end of the first half. Mahomes is all gimped up. They only scored, I mean... Only scored luck- seven points offensively. Yeah, right. Luckily for that scoop and score on the fumble. Thank God for that. And that game had a... That, that game had a... As good as Patrick Mahomes is, there, that, there was a real chance for that game to get out of, it was the, out it of was hand this, in the first half. It was this close. Yeah. It was this close. I mean, l- listen... If they get a touchdown at the end of the first half instead of a field goal, and now it's twenty eight fourteen instead of twenty four fourteen, like it was, it was this close from falling completely out of contention. Well, you're right though, Ben. That's I mean, it's a third, it's a third and one, and they jump, they jump offside. It's it wasn't a false even third start. and one; it was third and inches. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's whatever. It's a third and one, whatever it is. But uh, I mean, and they hadn't stopped Philly at all, right? I mean, the guy doesn't jump offside, doesn't fall start, then they pick that up. And then who knows? They probably go down to score a touchdown. And now, I mean, and now you're looking at you know twenty one seven. Twenty one seven. Yeah, and and the entire game looks differently. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg. Letting you know, ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Terry Bradshaw said, uh, Andy Reid, waddle your way up here. Yeah, just waddle up. I, I mean, that, that that is so, What I mean, does he not understand how disrespectful and nasty that is? I, no, I don't think he does. I told you, though, last, uh, I mean, what was it? Big guy. Let me get the big guy in here. Come on, waddle over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then he laughs. And then he laughs at his own joke. Yeah. Hey, He's fatty. like, come on, waddle over here. <laughs> hey, hey, fatty. Come waddle up. Oh, God. Terrible thing. What were you going to say? You said I was to- telling you something. Who, RJ, was telling me something. Yeah. No, you. You said I was telling you, and then and then RJ played the clip, and we went off on that tangent. No, I was telling you during the the uh, during championship weekend that he did. Uh, what game did he do? Did he do the AFC? The, whatever one they did, he was real aggressive. Who, Terry Bradshaw? In the, NFC, in the post. In the post well, he, uh, he, does, he does NFC. Fox does NFC. Yes, yeah, so the NFC. He was bossing everyone around. So get over here, grabbing people. Oh. I guess he feels he can do whatever he, whatever he wants to do. It, it feels like, I don't mean to be nasty either, but I want to be honest. It feels like the best days of Terry Bradshaw as an announcer are behind him. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't, I mean, it, it, it's not great, but he's Terry Bradshaw, so he figures he can I get, get away it. with it. So he can get away. Well, I mean, and he can. Well, let's go to some more of these calls, and then we'll get to the, the Jets and, and Derek Carr and Garoppolo. Uh, Brandon and Wayne, this will be a great call. Good morning, Brandon. You're on 98.7. Oh, man, it's a great day to be a Giants fan. Totally worth it. I just got to say, cry, Eagles, cry. I really wanted to say, though, four days before the game, C.J. Gardner-Johnson wanted to say the Giants lack leadership. It appears to me you guys lack leadership talking about a team that you beat Three weeks before the biggest game of your life. Thank you. Thank you. We're still in your heads. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you're I in their head, the Brandon. Giants, I don't think the Giants are in their they, heads. They kind of smacked you guys around, Brandon. And they destroyed the Giants. Right. Now, the, the only thing I'll say, because I got a lot of, when I, when I tweeted last night, so much for that elite defense, that's that, that has nothing to do with the Giants. Nothing. I, I was told all year that the Eagles had an elite defense. An elite defense does not allow, and I get it that Mahomes and the Chiefs offensively are great. But an elite defense does not allow them to do that in the second half. I'm sorry, they just don't. No, they're not supposed to. They're not supposed to. They're they're supposed to be able to stop them at some point. And they didn't even come close to stopping them. No, I mean, what they were great at this season was getting to the quarterback. They didn't get to the quarterback. Chiefs offensive line held up. And one of the things I guess, I mean, you could you could point to as a weakness was their ability to stop the run. The game they lost, the commanders were able to run the ball, and the Eagles turned the ball over. So yesterday in the second half, you know, Chiefs ran for a buck 19, and Jalen Hurts had the one fumble that cost him a touchdown. And then you had the good, I mean, you had the nice special teams punt return. That was a big play. The, the, that, that's the thing. The, the 
game-changing plays, I, I guess the A.J. Brown was one of those two, but like the game-changing plays all felt like they went for Kansas City, didn't they? Um, real game. Well, I mean, the Devontae Smith catch was a big catch. The Goddard catch was a big catch, but like the no, but yeah. I'm talking about like 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 the fumble touchdown, right? Right, that was or, a or the Kadarius Tony punt return, humongous play. Like those those were game changing, gaping plays, and you know, good for Kansas City. They found a way to get it done, and they adjusted well at halftime. And I don't, I, I don't think you can argue this that the Eagles did not adjust as well at halftime as Kansas City did. Yeah, adjust or execute. I, I mean, uh, we can. No, we can say all the great things about the coaching staff and adjustments and everything else, but it's on the players to execute, too. Sure. Sure it is. Eric and Bayonne. Good morning, Eric. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, you guys were just talking about a couple of minutes ago uh, the chances that the Chiefs would win when Patrick Mahomes hobbled off the let, field. Let me guess. Are you going to give us live odds, Eric? Absolutely, I am. All right, so, so let me um, guess. At that moment. Let me, let me guess. So what, what were the highest odds? Was it a, as they were going into halftime? Uh, I just remember as soon as he got up and hobbled off the field, I reached okay, for my so, phone. So, so and let, let, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. Rick, you can guess as well. Yep. I, I'm going to say it was Eagles minus 1,700. Oh. Uh, now, I'll tell you, I don't have the Eagles side. I only have the Kansas City side. All right. So I'll say, so I would imagine well, I'll say, the opposite. Plus, I'll say plus 1,100. No. I'll, play, I'll say I'll say plus seven fifty. Just a tad bit lower. You guys want the odds? Yeah. yeah. What was it? They were plus six hundred. Wow, six hundred. Well, and uh, if right I there. can, if I can ask one more question. Yeah. Ask as many as you want, Eric. I appreciate that. Um, do you guys think that the Super Bowl for uh, Kansas City versus Tampa Bay comes back to haunt Patrick Mahomes? Because had he won that game, he's already halfway to Brady. And he lost to Brady. I mean, Even haunt, one. haunt would be a strong word. No, not. I mean, you don't look at it like that now. But I mean, if if this continues and he keeps keeps winning Super Bowls, and you want to have the conversation, you could always point to that. If you're someone that's that's a Tom Brady guy, is that Patrick Mahomes lost to Tom Brady? Right. But but here's, AFC, here's the thing in, I would an say: AFC Championship game as well. Here's the thing I would say that yeah, because a finger was in the neutral zone. Right. Is, uh, here's the thing I would say on that is if you swap those two quarterbacks, and Mahomes is the quarterback of the box. Yeah, and, but and, yeah, we don't play that game. Well, why can't we play for a minute? I well, like but game. you know, I know the game you're playing. But does I mean, is it safe to say like like Mahomes think, had he had no chance to win in that game? No, offensive line was decimated. But can you? I mean, does Patrick Mahomes walk into that situation during COVID? It completely change everything about Tampa and get them to the Super Bowl? I don't know. Listen, I don't I, know I'm not arguing the fact that Brady is is probably right now the all-time greatest. Yeah, well, deservedly so. I mean, he played for 23 seasons, 1 to 10 Super Bowls, 1-7. Right. But I think what, what you know, Patrick Mahomes has going for him is that like any person that, that follows football and watches you know, Tom Brady play and watches Patrick Mahomes play realizes that just skill set-wise, talent-wise, Patrick Mahomes is better. Mahomes is more talented. Mahomes is right. more mobile. He's more athletic. He's, he's probably got the better arm. He's, he's, uh, listen, he, the, the one thing I'll say about Brady is he has, he has whatever it is he – oh, boy, does he have it. Has what? Just, just the it factor. He has oh, the it factor. Oh, oh, but he's, I'm a I mean, winner. he's a great leader, right, works hard. Turned himself into a great player, but great, I think when great leader, comes to great shove, teammate, great player. If the if the championships are close, I think there's a real chance that Patrick Mahomes. What is close to you? Five, four, or five. 
But is four really that close? To be three away, is it that close? I'll say five then. Let's say five is the magic number. All right. So if he gets to five, could you now start to have the conversation? I I guess you could. Yeah, I think it would be a fair conversation. Yeah. Because he's got the talent part of it. I think why, I mean, they actually were talking about this the other day. I was listening to it, and it was uh, it was Marcus Spears, and it was Ryan Clark, and they made a great point. It's just that because because Patrick Mahomes has the talent part, unquestioned, uh, he's unquestionably more talented than Tom Brady. If he gets close with the Super Bowls, it's a fair it's a fair conversation. Like Tom Brady isn't wasn't ever known as the most talented quarterback, so he needed the winning and the championships to put him at that greatest of all time level. But if you take the hardware and you mix it with the amount of talent that Patrick Mahomes has. Yes, Mahomes is is a different level than Tom Brady. I would agree with that. He, here is Mahomes saying he appreciates the journey to getting to this championship. This is amazing. Like, we won the Super Bowl. Like, this is happy. Like, you're just like a little kid winning, winning, winning a prize at, at, the, at the fair. I mean, whereas this one, you've dealt with failure. You understand how hard it is to get back on this stage and to win this game. I mean, I, I played in a Super Bowl where I got blown out. I got all hyped up, and then we, you go out there and you don't do anything. Um, and then I lose the AFC Championship game in the overtime um, when I thought we had a chance to win the Super Bowl that year. And uh, have a full, brand-new team and have to go through the, the strain of being better and better every single day, it gives you a greater appreciation for winning this game. You know what the amazing thing is? They they narrowly lost that championship game to Cincinnati. Yeah, he was bad in the second half, too. He was bad, and, and they led that game. And they lost that game to Kansas City on a on – a, 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 I mean, to New England on a, on a questionable call and an overtime where they never got the football. Like, he's this close to having been to five Super Bowls. Right. Yeah, but this is – I mean, this is, what, this is what happens when you're always in the AFC championship game. It's, it's, seriously, man. I mean, it's it, it really is. It's amazing. And he just talked about the you know why this one is so much sweeter because you you deal with the adversity and the failure, so it makes this one that much that much sweeter. But I mean, to be a quarterback for five years and know nothing but being in AFC Championship games now, your third Super Bowl, having won two, already have two MVPs, two Super Bowl MVPs. I mean, the the Giants have been to five NFC Championship games, five since the start of the Super Bowl. The Jets have been to what? Three? Right? They went back to back. No, four. Back to back. Right? They went in the early 80s, the Mud Bowl. They went um, with Parcells. They went two with Rex Ryan. The Jets have been to four. The Giants have been to five. Mahomes has been to five in a row, Rick. Five Five in a row. Yep. It's incredible. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. What are you saying, that I'm wrong with my Jets AFC Championship game appearances? Well, you had Rex Ryan goes to -to back-to-back. Right. Okay, and then you had had 88. 98. 88. Excuse me, me, 98 with Parcells. Right, that's three. Okay, then you had... You had 82. Right. And then you won the Super Bowl. So it'll be five. But that was not an AFC championship game. That was that was the AFL. Okay, I see what you're saying, yeah. yeah. So you're right, four. So, so four. smart. So smart. So, yes, uh, but think about that, though. That the Jets have gone to four. The Giants, who you look at and say, God, what a storied franchise, how much success they've had, have gone to five. And Mahomes and, and Andy Reid and the Chiefs have gone to five in a row. Right, but I think part of this is, and, and we're talking about Brady and Mahomes and Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, 
it's because Brady and Belichick and Brady have had so much success. It's like they've they've kind of skewed the numbers. Like they we make forget. it look so. They make something that's so difficult look so easy. So easy. Like so matter of fact. Oh look, it's the Chiefs in the AFC Championship again. No biggie. Like like and and I'm I'm I know he's going to think I'm going after him. I'm not. I'm just trying to make a point of how hard it is. Like you look at the Cowboys, and that's an iconic franchise, right? Of course, Icon- iconic. Ray, when was the last time your Cowboys went to the NFC Championship game? The same year they last won the Super Bowl, January '96. I mean, that's that's a long time. We're talking about twenty what twenty seven years now. Yet yeah, it's amazing, man. Five in a row. You you lose you lose perspective sometimes when when you see you really do because they make it look so easy. And to that point, when I was a kid. And I, at that time, you I thought it was spoiled, weren't I was spoiled. I thought it was my God-given right to compete for the Super Bowl every year. And, so. and now, now look at you. Now look at me. Now I'm, I'm starving. I'm in the freaking Sahara right now. Thirsty. You, you want Dave to take you a sexy picture for you? Thirsty I don't guy? know how that's going to help me. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't bury the lead here, Ray. Because sexy picture. You know who's having the sexy picture done tomorrow? Uh, are, did we, did the package arrive? RJ, has the package arrived yet? Oh, we've derived at some troubling troubling news. Oh, oh yes. no. Oh, yes, no. Yes, yes. Oh, no. I got I got an email, and I think I can say their name because I don't think there's any sponsorship here. Fanatics has dropped the ball. What? Yes. The package Get will- Get that, that Ruben guy on the line. The, the package will arrive. It's been ordered. We did everything on our end. It has been pushed back a- it really an undetermined amount of time. Oh, what? perfect. We can't trust these but people. But why? Perfect. Fanatics. I don't know. I went on to the processing page where you you punch in your delivery code and you see the expected delivery date. And originally, it was between this week, between Tuesday and Friday. No. No, it was not. You said it was supposed to arrive 100% Monday. by today. Well, Monday was the original one. Right. They lied to us. So what do you want? So it gets pushed back over the weekend. Then it's Tuesday to Friday. I never knew of the weekend pushback. And now, well, I didn't want to share and hope. And I understand you didn't want me to have a miserable weekend. And now, if you go, it's it's it still says processing hasn't even the, the shipped uh, icon is not even lit up. But so they don't have it. I don't know where it is. <laughs> of course, this guy gets out of this. No, well, yeah, he's not getting getting out of it. It's just going to be delayed. Is all. We're, yeah, we're, but you know what? I was I was ready for tomorrow. I'm he glad I made that breakfast. phone call. I'm I glad I made that phone call. Never yeah, trust it's fanatics. Him. Never he's, tr- he's probably friends with Ruben. <laughs> Never trust fanatics. <laughs> hey. Ruben, I'll tell you what. If you delay this, I'll make it worth your while. Wow, do you think that's where the Super Bowl party was yesterday? Oh. At Ruben's house? Yeah. And Ruben has all these beautiful uh, four-foot heroes? And chips, yeah. Yeah. And a clearly orchestrated party? Yeah, which was planned for weeks. How about this? How about this? This is uh, Ruben. Completely off, this is completely off topic here for a second, but I just I stumbled across That's what this. a guilty person would do. Exactly <laughs> of course right. they would. It's called deflecting, buddy. Um, the NFL spent two years preparing the grass for the Super Bowl last night. It was grown <laughs> at a local sod farm in Phoenix, installed two weeks ago, and the field has been rolled out each morning for daily sunshine. Total cost eight hundred thousand dollars. I saw that yesterday, <laughs> and, and it, it was awful. And it was terrible. Do you see at halftime? They come back from halftime, and they, it's like, all right, everybody, run out there and cover up a divot. <laughs> yes. And what are we doing? All those complaints about the artificial surfaces, too. Well, but the, for the players, don't like the artificial surfaces, of course. But they don't. Well, like I mean, it looks it look, it look, like the grass either. looked fantastic yesterday. It, it looked great, but it was it was not functional. 
It was it was awful, did you, man. Did you see uh, Jake Elliott fall down on a kickoff? Of course. Did we watch the game? Of course, okay. it was broke it. his ankle. <laughs> of course, he down. Could yeah. you imagine if on a game-winning field goal? Because that was my thought. Well, that's when, what I was thinking. That was what I was up. thinking. But when why I said would you that put text? that out there? Listen, it was out there already. No, it wasn't. Yeah, but from other random people, not from the group chat. We were all chippy. thinking it. It was you, a chip you, shot. You, you, you give me way more credit than I deserve. That's because I have the utmost respect for you and your football acumen. I don't think you do. I me don't don't put this on me. It's if anyone, it's Dave. What? What did I do? You know what you do. No, honestly, I'm just sitting here minding my own business. What do you mean, don't blame me, blame Dave? What did I do? I've never once questioned Raymond's football acumen. It's you that do it. What, Ray, when do I question your football acumen? Only when we're talking Cowboys, Giants, things right. of that nature. Because I think, I think you're so pro-Cowboys, I'm so pro-Giants that sometimes it gets lost in the... Uh, in the translation, no. but I, I don't. Que- I always say, "What a great football guy you are! What a great football mind you are!" Yeah, but you like to have your fun too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Let's not forget. I had you second on the smart power rankings. He had you last. Correct. Okay. Let's this remember. Is, this, this can't be denied. Let's remember over like the last month now. At this point, who's been nastier to Raymond, me or you? you Rick, Rick has been pretty rude. He's lately. been very He's nasty. Been and I've done nothing no. but. but in, no, no, inflate no. you and, oh, and, and, no, and no, try stop. to make you the best version me? of you. No. Excuse me. You've yeah. done what? He inflated you. Which usually, I mean, which... Well, uh, what? So what, 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 what do you want to say? Go on. If go something's on. being inflated, it there would have go. to be... There you go. Right. So I don't understand just, what you're saying. And we I was just blown up. If you're going to oh. be inflated, yeah. Oh. Did you have something more? Uh, no. I, I, this is what happened. People know this because they listen to the show every day. Is that you told me I couldn't be... I, I, could be I, I couldn't go the rest of the show without being mean to you. And then I slipped up and I owed you breakfast, so I said, you know what, the hell with it. I'll just be mean to everybody now. Get my money's worth. Nasty. By the way, you owe me another breakfast tomorrow morning. Yeah, which is like every morning because I buy you breakfast every morning. Yeah, but when, when I know I've won it, it makes it taste that much better. Like yeah, the egg bites are like, mm, mm, yeah, as you slurp Yeah, as you slurp on your tea. Getting I, your money's worth. I've never what, seen a what, man what, enjoy what, tea more. It's a hot tea. What do you want me to do? Guzzle it down and, and, and burn my innards? <laughs> you, make, you make love to the thing. It's it's delicious tea. <laughs> <laughs> what am I? I mean, what what is he looking for? Oh, I, Cass, oh, Cassie broke down the calories. You were way over with your calorie uh, count on, on the on the tea and the yeah. and the egg bites. Yeah, I, I I'd prefer to be over the calories than under the calories. Oh, this thing is it's not it's a it's nothing for you. It's a Good. drop in the bucket. Good. Let's get to a couple calls and then we will uh, we'll go around the league which I look forward to doing. Let's go to Colin in Middletown, who's been on hold for a long time. Good morning, Colin. Hey, good morning, guys. Love the show. What's going on, bud? Yeah, go ahead. You're up. Uh, Okay, Uh, just a quick point. I was trying to call Friday when you were talking about, you know, the extended halftime, and uh, Rick did bring it up earlier, how it can wind up benefiting the teams to have a longer halftime, maybe. I think it probably benefited benefited the Chiefs of of anybody last night. I do. I think it's good for sure. Yeah, and then, uh, oh, I'm sorry, just one quick question for uh, Rick. Uh, now that football is over, I, I, uh, physically on the athlete, which sport do you think is harder on them, football or hockey? Oh, I would say probably like, if you win a championship. I think if it's a championship, you if you make a run all the way to the Stanley season, I think it's hockey, right? It's hockey, yeah. To go through the grind of the play, 82 games, grind of the playoffs, and then, yeah, Stanley Cup. But Shot. but but both really just oh both destructive are, on the body right like both are I mean it takes uh, I mean it takes a whole off season to start to feel I mean 
to feel like yourself again. The mental part. I mean, I remember we made a we ran all the way to the so in the AHL we went all the way to the Calder Cup final. I think we lost in Game Five. We didn't end till June. I think it was like June tenth or something. And it took. Oof. I mean, it took a good probably month to actually to feel normal. To feel normal again, yeah. That's unbelievable. And luckily for us, we had a rookie camp two weeks later after the season ended. Oh, that's good. It's awesome. I'm sure you must have been feeling great. Uh, that was the first time that I really snapped at Millbury. We got into an FU match, and I took the, the picture he gave me, and I smashed it on the ground. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. He Why did he it. give you a picture? Not only did he give me a picture, he spent the whole time. We thought, I mean, great season, all the way to Game 5. We lost to the, the Chicago Wolves, like a real veteran team. Probably should have won. I won't tell that story again, but we had a chance to make it 2 nothing at home. Two three two, lose, come back thinking it's going to be like, hey, you know, end of the year meeting, great job, guys. He spent the whole meeting trashing every single one of us. You stunk, Rick. You got outplayed. You're garbage. And we're like, what the hell is happening? And he's like, by the way, in two weeks, I'm going to expect you back on Long Island for a rookie camp. We're like, what? So then we had individual meetings, and I go in there, and I was already pissed. And he starts saying something. I'm like, you know what? Bleep you. He's like, bleep me. I was like, yeah, bleep you. I was like, I show up to camp every year in the best shape. You can go bleep yourself. And we went back and forth, and then he gives me this. He gives me a, a framed picture of the back page of Newsday, which was like Chris Osgood celebrating the Islanders making the playoffs. And they told me the whole offseason before they picked up Osgood on waivers that it was going to be me and Snowy, that we'd be the two goalies. And then without telling me, they pick up Osgood. I get sent down, and he gives me the, the framed photo of Osgood. Well, that so seems I took nasty. It. Yeah, right. So I took it, and I said, you know what? Bang! And I smashed the whole... Bang! I took right on the ground. Good Glass for Glass everywhere. Good for you. And then did you walk out or did you then clean it up? No, I stormed out and I looked over and Trent Hunter said there. He goes, really? You're going you're gonna to leave me here with the next meeting now? I was like, yep. Good yep. luck. Good luck. All right. When you need auto parts, O'ReillyAuto.com is just a few clicks away. They offer convenient options for you to get your parts very quickly. Order online at O'ReillyAuto.com and pick up for free at your local O'Reilly Auto Parts store. They'll even bring it to you curbside or choose to have your parts delivered right to your door with free shipping on most orders over $35. Get your order very fast with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Visit O'ReillyAuto.com and do it today. Let's go around the league. It's time to go around the league. And Around the League is brought to you by Jack Pocket. Rick, I have one, two, three, four, five nice stories here around the league. We start with the Super Bowl runner-up. The Eagles are expected to work to sign Jalen Hurts to an extension early this offseason. They assume the price has likely gone to, you have a guess of what they think it's gone to? Close to 50. Yeah, to 50 million a year or more. But the sooner the Eagles get this deal done with Hertz, the less time um, the market has to drive up the price. Since Hertz was a second round pick, the Eagles do not hold a fifth year option in him on him for 2024, as the Bengals do with Burrow and the Chargers have with Justin Herbert. So there's a little more urgency to get this deal done soon. See, that's the thing. If you don't win with a quarterback on this beautiful rookie contract it becomes a lot more difficult when you start paying him 50 million bucks a year absolutely right yeah now all of a sudden the gm's got i mean they got to go to work and how they structure the deal too they got a bunch of free agents the eagles and i guess there's some thought that kelsey might retire i hope he doesn't man well i hope he does not because i don't appreciate watching him play because he plays for philadelphia and i want them to be the lesser version of themselves 
No, I understand what you're saying. He's definitely going to have he'll have media opportunities. Oh, he's good because he's but great. He's, he's not. He's, I mean, you just we just said that that Travis is going to be 33. He's got to be what 36, Jason Kelsey. Well, there's been. I mean, the last couple of years he's been talking about retirement, but I think just uh, I saw Travis, Jason, and Hertz did the podcast together. And I think at a certain point, he recognized that Hertz was going to be the real deal. So he stuck around. Um, 35 years old, Jason Kelsey. But they have a bunch of free agents. And again, that's the thing that's so difficult that people don't understand. You see the Chiefs, they go every year. It's like, oh, you just go back. It's not so easy. No, it's, Lewis Riddick said it last night. This was supposed to be a bridge year for Kansas City. They weren't supposed bri- to be this hell good. of a bridge year. <laughs> right, a bridge to the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, uh, can you imagine that? A bridge. I like we're, we're desperate to get Super Bowls, and this was supposed to be a bridge year, and they they just go win the whole thing. Yeah, and, and they'll probably be better next year. All right, here you go, my friend. The Jets have officially inquired with the Packers regarding the availability of Aaron Rodgers, who begins his darkness retreat today for the next four days. So by the end of this week, we might have some answers on Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, which is nice. Hopefully this darkness retreat turns into, uh, let's be a Jet. I want to keep playing and I want to be a Jet. So, I I mean, he goes into this thing today, so it's a full Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You, you figure he gets out, has the weekend getting back to normal, and then maybe next Tuesday goes on the McAfee show and tells us uh, what he learned and what his plan is. Yeah, that would be great, wouldn't it? And on top of that, I know you have another story, I won't, so I won't steal it, but you still have... Another option, potentially, if that doesn't work out. Uh, yes, yes, you do. Derek Carr will not waive his no-trade clause and will not extend Wednesday's deadline for more than $40 million in contract guarantees to kick in. Uh, the Raiders might release Carr as soon as today, as only one team was actually interested in a trade. That, of course, was the Saints, uh, and they wanted Carr to take a pay cut. So looks like he will be a free agent as early as today, as late as Wednesday of this week. Yeah, we talked about that. That we, I, I thought at least the expectation for me was that he would just he would tell them no to a trade, and they'd have to cut him so he could be a full free agent. And then he can he can sign whatever deal and wherever he wants to go, right. and he can shop himself around anywhere. Do you remember on Friday when I said I think that the Eagles' um, defensive coach John and the Gannon is going to interview for uh, the Cardinals' job, and you said no, uh, the Bengals guy and Mike Kafka, the only two that are. Uh, I, I was telling you what the story. I was telling you what the stories, all the stories. But you, said. But you do remember when I said I that, and yeah, you poo-pooed right. what I said. I did not. No, don't you say poo-pooed I poo-pooed. And, and, and to be the honest, it did. was very hurtful. Stories poo-pooed it. So it looks you, like they could. They're going to lose their offensive coordinator to Indy to the, to the Colts. Yeah, and now it looks like they could potentially lose their defensive coordinator. That's right. The Cardinals have requested to interview Eagles defensive coordinator Jonathan Gannon, who had a great game yesterday, <laughs> uh, for their ho- head coaching opening. Arizona's other candidates are Giants offensive coordinator Mike Kafka and Bengals defensive coordinator Lou Anarumo. Uh, Kafka had his last follow-up interview Tuesday via Zoom. Bengals DC Anarumo had his follow-up. On Friday, I believe in person. So it feels to me, my friend, like the Giants are going to keep both Martindale and Kafka as their assistant coaches. Hopefully, I would like to see Kafka back for one more season, at least. You got to figure. Culture, I mean, the, you can add the, some weapons. All of a sudden, look very different next year for the Giants offensively. Dude, the whole the whole process with the NFL and the timeline and everything else for hiring coaches is stupid and it's dumb. And they should wait till after the Super Bowl to do all of it. Stupid and dumb. 
I don't want my coaches, like, this is the most important time of their season. I don't want my coaches worried about getting prepared for interviews while they're trying to prepare for the biggest games of the season. You, you know what I had a real problem with, and I don't know if you do or not, and I'm sure you saw this story. This, to me, I've never heard of anything like this. Did you see the Eagles hired Vic Fangio? Yeah, for two weeks. For a, a two-week stint to help them try to beat Kansas City, and now he's leaving to go be the D.C. of, of the Miami Dolphins? I, what, what is that about? I don't like yeah. that. No, I don't like it either, but, I mean, it's not against the rules, so they did it. Smart. I'm not saying it's not smart to, to get everything you can, but it's just it's odd. If I'm Miami, I don't want that. Uh, if you're Miami, you don't want that. If I'm Kansas City, I don't want that. Well, obviously, if you're Kansas City, but if I'm Miami and this guy's going to start working for me, now go to work for the next couple of weeks to, to try to help you know, Philadelphia win the Super Bowl? Uh-uh. Um, no, I don't, I don't, if I'm Miami, I don't really, doesn't bother Really? Me. No, you're just getting, like, you get more, you're compiling more information. You got one of the best defenses in the sport, you know, you know, there for two weeks, kind of learn some of the uh, intricacies of what they're doing. Maybe but he was helping help them offensively. He wasn't, I, he wasn't helping the Eagles I don't like it. I don't like it more for Kansas City than I, than for Miami. But they, they, they got to stop this. There's no way this can continue. No, I don't. I I never heard anything like that before. No, until then. Neither, neither have I. In a two week contract, what do you think he got paid for those two weeks? Probably pretty well, I would imagine. I would imagine it was a pretty nice uh, chunk of change. Yeah. Uh, and the Colts are honing in on Eagles offensive coordinator Shane. Is it Steichen? Is that how you say this guy's name? Yep. Uh, as their next head coach, Steichen would become the second Eagles offensive coordinator hired by the Colts as their head coach. Of course, Frank Reich, who was fired by the Colts earlier this season, also was Philly's offensive coordinator before being hired as the Indianapolis head coach in 2018. Speaking of Frank Reich, I could see Derek Carr in Carolina. I could see that. Um, Derek Carr in Carolina. Order wants to win. I've heard that Frank Reich likes Derek Carr. It's kind of low-key, under the radar, not a lot of pressure. No? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm, not, I'm uncertain where I think Derek Carr is going to wind up. Division's not great. Yeah, the division's certainly not. I mean, Tampa desperately needs a quarterback, too, they got right? money issues, though. Yeah, they do. They really do. How many, more stories, how many more stories you got? I have an NFL story, too, whenever you're uh, ready. I, I'm fresh out, so if you have one, now would be the time. All right, I think this is... Uh, this. You needed this for me because you were the one that spent all Friday poo-pooing the halftime show, right? Yeah. Okay, so how about this? So Apple is paying the NFL $250 million over five years to sponsor the Super Bowl halftime show. Okay. Care to guess how much money the NFL is paying the halftime artist? Zero. That's right. Zero. Yeah. They get absolutely nothing. <laughs> they get a... They a- get, and they, uh, have to, like, they have to bring in their own people, too. Yeah, they, they actually get uh, 10 to $15 million in a production budget, which sometimes is not enough. The weekend spent $7 million of his own money for Super Bowl 55. That's, so they're actually spending their own money. Uh, well, I guess it helps their career so much by, by being that halftime act of the Super Bowl. And, and I didn't see You said Rihanna was really good, right? She's great. Right. She's awesome. And she, yeah. she's pregnant. Pregnant. Did I see that she had a baby eight months ago? Uh, she just recently had a baby, right? And she's now, like, showing pregnant already? Mm-hmm. Wow. It's a John Winthrop situation is what it is. He's not the dad, though, is he? Ah, uh, listen. Anyone I see pregnant could, could have something to do with John so Winthrop. So you see a woman's belly, you know, pregnant, full full with baby, and your immediate thought is John Winthrop has right. been there. Mickey style. I think there's two people I think of. It's Nick yeah. Cannon first and John Winthrop right there I, below. I, I think that's fair. 
Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.